This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, Episode 109. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, the very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Well, so much great feedback from part one of my Facebook live interview with Sean Cannell last week, and thanks to everyone who reached out to say hi. I love getting those emails and Facebook messages, so please keep them coming. Part two is coming up, but first, I listened with interest to a couple of news stories this week that made me realise change is happening even faster than we think. Saddled with debt and a badly dated business model, 60-year-old Toys R Us filed for bankruptcy this week, and it was more than that backwards stay back with teacher letter R in their logo that got them into trouble. Big box retailers like Walmart have a burgeoning online business and have used their obliterating massive retail outlets and market dominance to category and price kill almost every product on every Toys R Us shelf. Then there's the company headed by the wealthiest man on the planet, Amazon. When Jeff Bezos gambled his future by leaving his dream Wall Street job to follow a hunch and start an online bookstore, few would have guessed the size and power of the enterprise he would found and build. A 600% share price increase in the last five years has catapulted Bezos past Buffett, Gates and Zuckerberg to a level of wealth that seemed unimaginable just 20 years ago. And I wouldn't be so brave as to say that Amazon felled Toys R Us by themselves in a one-two punch, but as a business commentator on CNN cited, digital sales competition is one reason for the brick-and-mortar toy store's demise. The world is changing faster than we know. This week, I suffered a mild case of printer cartridge Tourette's. It's all right, I'm okay. But printer cartridge Tourette's happens when you run out of printer ink and you can't print anything, not even just black, and you realise the hundreds of dollars you need to part with to fix said printer. So this is sometimes followed, unfortunately, by an involuntary salvo of expletives. However, with my brand new Amazon Prime account with free delivery to my front door right here in Toronto, I logged in and ordered replacements. This was not only some $50 cheaper than the local office supply store, but I didn't have to leave home for a 90-minute round trip. Welcome to my future. The second tale of woe and sign of change I heard this week involves the company iHeartRadio, who operate more than 800 radio stations across the US. In 2009, they acquired Clear Channel Outdoor, a billboard business, in a leveraged buyout that also left them a leveraged debt in the billions. And this acquisition is puzzling. Let me explain. Let's keep in mind that Facebook officially kicked off in February 2004 and YouTube the following year. So by 2009, we're posting, liking and adding on social media because it's way more interesting than television or radio. Then, with a big uppercut to the jaw of iHeartRadio, tech megastar Spotify launches in 2006 and the days of consuming music you have to listen to are finally numbered. Yes, Napster paved the way, but Spotify finally delivered that favourite tune on demand we always wanted. So, with all of this action happening on your phone, who has time to look at a billboard? And how can you measure eyeballs and marketing results from a billboard? You can't. So it's pretty simple. The guys who sold iHeartRadio and the billboard company saw it coming. The guys that bought it didn't. Are you beginning to understand the madness? So in this climate of generational change, a seismic shift in business trends, consumer habit and technology that still leave most of us breathless, iHeartRadio buys the San Antonio-based billboard company, which has eventually landed them with a $20 billion debt. Talk about the perfect storm, or should I say the perfect digital storm. The world is changing faster than we know. So what the heck just happened here? 
online sales and digital delivery, Buried Toys R Us. Discount Music On Demand, Buried iHeartRadio, and the digital shift from old-school marketing like newspapers and billboards, Buried Clear Channel Outdoor. So think about it. Don't we owe it to ourselves to explore the real estate digital jungle? Suddenly, it's a brand new world. Not only can we choose the content we wish to consume, we can choose the content we wish to create. Gone are the days when you needed to own a newspaper to write an article and reach thousands. Gone are the days when you need to be a television company to create a show. And gone are the days when you need to be a radio station to publish and distribute a broadcast. Think about the opportunities, and in particular, the opportunities for us in real estate. This week, I built my first ever website. It was often excruciating, and my subconscious told me that there were other things I should be doing, but were there? What could possibly be more important than immersing myself in this new technology and discovering the possibilities? So I consulted a digital coach, and he patiently guided me through the nuances and helped me craft the type of website I've always wanted to build, and I'm embarrassed to share that it's really not that hard. The world is changing faster than we know. So can I encourage you to try new things and be a digital idiot while you work it out? Trust me, it's the only way. Okay, here's part two of my interview with Sean. Tip number five is the CTC, call to comment. So we already talked about engagement, but with the call to comment, um, if I kind of take a side note here, I'd, I'd like to go into Facebook Lives typically with at least a few notes written on a piece of paper and like say my journal. Um, if I have five points, I want to have those five points written off to the side. Sometimes I open up a Google Doc. I just have that on my computer monitor. Um, but in addition to what are the things I'm actually going to be sharing, I actually like to pre-plan logical and um, you know quality times for people to comment. And because what you don't you don't want people to just comment once to say where they're watching from. You want constant comments, and the more engagement and conversation. In fact, there was a big announcement from Facebook. People were worried. They said we're changing the algorithm. Um, one of the big emphasis, the big changes they were saying is what we actually are rewarding the most right now. This is a big deal. Is actually not just if someone likes it, and not just if someone comments on it. But what we want to reward the most is meaningful conversation. Gotcha. Conversation yep. is the key word. And that would mean back and forth. That would mean people commenting with people. Some people saying, I agree, disagree. People saying, um, and so you may be midway through say, have you seen this? Uh, maybe maybe you're talking and this would be a good angle for agents talking about um, you could go the kind of conspiracy. I don't mean to the extreme, but you go the conspiracy route. You know, you know, I don't know. The, the banks or there's some things that their practices are a little bit this or that. And yeah. I just want you to be in the know. Yep. And you're kind of maybe, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think that's an honest thing that they're doing? Or do you just think that that's business? Yep. You know, I'm just a kind of making of that up. A little bit of controversy, but that's yeah. strong. Yeah, gotcha. And someone's like, yeah, you know, I don't mind it. Someone's else like, I think that's, but hey, you, you don't, you're not looking for everyone to agree with you. Um, of course, people are entitled to their opinions, but having that controversy, having that conversation and keeping people commenting throughout, just as this been your experience, let me know in the comments, type yes or type no. That's easy. Keep in mind that even these call to comments, you want those to be softball pitches as well. Yep. If someone really hits on a point and they're going to share a lot more, that's fine. But one of the big mistakes I see people make is, again, it's too complex. If I sit there and I'm like, that's a great question, but I have to start thinking about it, mulling over it. I, I feel stuck. Sometimes you start typing, you delete because you're like, I don't know. Did I understand? You know, if, it, if it's just too complex, people are going to tune out and they're not going to engage. So uh, I like to have like three to seven um, call to comments throughout a live stream if possible. And always just trying to remember, has that been your experience? Let me know in the comments below um, and things like that. Gotcha. I love that. Cool. Anything that we can do to engage and encourage some uh, interaction. Now, let me jump in one sec because I've got a question and I'm sure our listeners do. Now, um, I've got somebody, if I'm doing this and I noticed yours, you've got somebody filming you. Uh, is, is how are you aware of these comments or questions as you're being filmed because you're trying to focus and deliver awesome content? Um, how are you interacting with, uh, with your audience while all of, all of this is going down? Um, 
I totally understand the question because I think the YouTube video you watched, I had someone filming me yep. so that I could create that video. But actually, I don't have somebody filming me when I go live. I just go live by myself. Okay. Okay. And so two ways. When I do it on my phone, I do make sure it, it, the camera is right there in front of my face and the comments are right there on the screen. Yep. So that's how I do it in real time. Gotcha. Okay. Another way I do it is I do have a desktop set up now and there's there's – um. It's a little bit overkill. It's totally overkill for most people. But the the theory of it is you can go live from a webcam in some cases now, sometimes with free software like OBS. And I have two computer monitors. So I think for agents, your office is maybe where you go live from. I would consider investing in, you know, the equipment and just a few tools to um, be able to go live right from your desktop, maybe some lighting you could just flip on. But I have two monitors, so I like to talk on the one monitor and over to the side. Um, because sometimes I even share my screen, and that goes into other things. Maybe I have a training. It's even more like a webinar. So basically on the one screen is the screen I share, and the screen over to the side is a place where I'll, I'll look at those comments. And then the final, the final level for those that are maybe uh, further along in their businesses and want to build this out is I actually a lot of times these days will have a team member um, curate the, especially the most important questions, yep. um, on a Google doc. And that way, um, they can filter through if I eventually get to Q and a or something like that. Oh, that's and, a cool um, idea. That's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. Cause so you're, when crea I, you're creating so much content and it's just another way to leverage it. Absolutely. And so they kind of help. And, and I'll tell you this too, um, as a very big power tip, if you've got team, if you've also got just family or friends, we call it generating, and as soon as we're going live, so now we've got about six people on our team in Vegas. You know, at, at times, if it was just my wife and I, it would just be her. Um, I've, we've had people that were just kind of interning, working for free. It'd be like my wife and the intern. Yep. But yep. what we do is we, if we knew I was going live at six, they would jump on first, start smashing that like button, start commenting like crazy. What do we – why? Oh, that's that's pro cool idea. Yeah. yeah. That's priming the post. Yes. And um, we've worked, we work on a big charity event every December with some friends of mine. And there were so many people involved in that. We're talking a lot of volunteers. We had a whole street team. We had a private Facebook group with the street team. Point is, we would let them know when we we're doing a live stream. And then we'd drop like 50 people, like 100 people right on it. The goal was to get it primed, even if they didn't stay on. You know, first few minutes of, of generating so that you can get it to more uh more people in your audience. So that's just kind of a power tip right in the middle there. Speaking of which, well, and thank you. That's a great tip. That's an awesome power tip. Speaking of which, Sean, um, uh, speaking of uh, getting people ready, should if I if I knew that I was doing something, say next Wednesday afternoon or whatever it might be, am I making some some cool posts like uh, uh, Monday, Tuesday, leading up to it, saying, "Hey, I'm going to be going live at four o'clock uh, Wednesday," blah blah blah, or do you just spring it on them? Yeah, either way, what the first way is absolutely better. I think for a lot of us, we probably know what it is. And even by now, someone might be thinking like, wow, there's a lot that goes into this and I'm trying to figure out how to have the bandwidth to go live. A lot of times I will just go live. But best practice it would be for sure if you got an email list, maybe let people know uh, ahead of time. Sometimes we'll also schedule an email to go out right when we go live. And that's a good chance because you get the few people that are able and free and would want that content. But absolutely, if you can... Um, you know, put out some seeds on whatever social platforms you have that have influence. And the other part of that would also just be um, maybe picking a consistent time for your show. Yeah. I mean, The Walking Dead, when it's on, is always at the same time on the same night, yep. you know, yep. Sports Center uh, or the news is consistent. It's, it's showing up. And so we call that conditioning your audience. Um, if you're putting out some just good content, helpful tips, agents that are getting people, you know, information that they need. And you just do that once a week at a certain time. If you keep showing up at that same time, that also builds momentum and it builds uh, – you condition your audience that you come on at a certain time. Well, you, you're right about consistency with The Walking Dead because when I come back six months later, it's exactly the same show. <laughs> right? <laughs> the same stuff going on. Sorry. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Hey, I think we're up to number six. Number six, quality content. Okay. Um, and so now we're actually to the heart of it and – you know, in, in social media, it comes down to this, like content is king. And so sometimes we could just 
breeze over this because there's these other tactics, but I don't think these other tactics or any of these things matter. If, if you don't just add some quality content, the encouragement for everybody listening though, is they already have quality content. I think it's just packaging it. Yeah. It's the kind of stuff that would, you know, that you get frequently asked questions about the, the stuff that saves people time, saves people money, you know, um, you want to get people wins. It wants, you want it to be valuable. And if, if you can, um, take stress away from their life, help them get what they want, um, there's that famous quote that says, you know, if you help others get what they want, they'll help you get what you want. Of course. And that'll lead to, to building your business. So packing in quality content. And by this point too, though, what I kind of like to do is, is give a few minutes in the beginning to greet people, welcome people, comment below. I see a few names. Hey, Lisa, what's up, Frank? You know, and, and greet a few people. Hey, Ray. And then, then, once I jump into the content, I actually do a restart. Um, so now I say, again, hey, if you're just joining, my name's Sean. Just really quick, just like it was at the beginning. And today we're talking about this thing. And it's kind of like a cut point, almost to the point where if you were to think about, as you mentioned, downloading your video and using it elsewhere, it's almost a place where they could just trim off that whole front part. Yeah, you're going to start and just again start, and this is it. Yeah. And just start right again. Yeah. And then once I get into the content itself, I do a little bit less of, you know, staring at the comments, welcoming people, because you could also get stuck and caught up in that and it could break concentration, break the flow. I think um, it definitely helps. Again, we mentioned continuing to ask people to, uh, to comment below, maybe read one or two, but I like to keep the rhythm and the pace and really deliver that value. If you got three tips, hit number one, hit number two, hit number three bring it strong and put some really quality content right in the middle. Uh, and that's the core part of your Facebook life. Cool. And we've got our camera landscape or horizontal. I mean, our phone, we haven't got, uh, we haven't got our camera vertical, have we? Uh, that's right. I think that flipping your phone to, um, landscape, which is the same way we'd all watch like a film, right? The resolution of a movie, understanding that stories, our phones are, up and down. Now, I would say this, there, that's actually kind of debated. And I think people can test that. There's a lot of things showing that um, vertical video is working really well because a lot of people are consuming it on their phones. The problem is it's when, depending on your audience, that's on desktop. It, it's a tough one. Yeah. It, it really is because yeah. it, it, it's, it's, uh, it's better in one place. It's not as good in the other. But typically, I'm doing um, all um, widescreen video. And in this case, it, you know, these, these are not for, especially agents, these are not going to be like visually amazing videos. It's the content value that matters. We're not, you know, showing some crazy snowboarding or some of these videos that go through our feeds, the Audi commercial, uh, of, uh, Audi of, um, someone skiing down rocks and all this kind of crazy stuff, yeah, whatever, yeah. you know, like we're, 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 keep in mind, it's about the content value. And what I want to remind people here is that every time you put out content, it's building your reputation. And if you want to build your brand online, just be known as being good for it. Uh, the content, it, like, wow, when someone's done, they're like, that was valuable. I want to watch that next time. You know, I think you could strike out a few times, but here's the reality is, let's just be honest. If you watch someone on social media and they have a bad week, but then after the next week, you're like, that just kind of seemed recycled and that wasn't anything new. You know, how many weeks, Ray, if they go, you know, 10 more weeks of, that's kind of like, it just seemed like it wasn't prepared and it just wasn't that great of content. Are you going to keep watching? No. No. Because you're, you're just always building your reputation. Now, that might feel like a little bit of pressure, and as it should. I mean, this is business. We've got to put out excellence, put out quality. But I just think I like the way that, uh, again, Shalene Johnson put it. Um, she says, be brief, be bright, be fun, and then be done. Yep. Yep. And so just bring that value. Um, and – also, don't try to be super fancy. I think what happens um, uh, for you know agents and all of us, we have what's called the curse of knowledge sometimes. And that is what we think is we assume that everybody knows what we know. And sometimes we're like, I don't know this. Well, does the content have to be fancy? It doesn't need to be fancy. I think it should just be, be quality. You know what I mean? It could be the basics. Like that's that'd be a great title. Like three essential real estate secrets every home buyer needs to know. Yeah. And and sometimes it's the basics and the fundamentals, 
You know, you take like Michael Jordan or a lot of these coaches, they'd say like, it's the fundamentals, it's the basics that are actually everything of, uh, when it comes to uh, achieving success. So we don't need to like reach for some magical secret and always, you know, cause that also is an unsustainable pace, but just keeping that quality content, um, consistently coming out. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I guess if you're doing a vertical video, it's going to be harder to, it's not, it's going to be more problematic to get onto, uh, to YouTube or Vimeo. So I'm a big fan of, uh, I'm a big fan of, um, of landscape proportion, I guess. But yeah, I hear, I hear what you're saying back on that. You're absolutely right. And that's a smart strategy because now you're thinking through all the way through the whole lifespan of that content. And if yeah. that's the case, it's a no brainer. 100% should be landscape. And I, th I agree with you. It gives you more future proofing possibilities of what you could do with that content. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Okay. Um, number seven. Have we got to seven yep. as yet? Number seven. Um, number seven is have a call to action. What do you want people to do next, right? And we're in business. And there's a couple of things. One, every time you have an opportunity, you, you might only have one person on that Facebook Live. Well, that's all you need, actually. Think about it. If it's the right person yep. and it's a person who is right for your business or uh, whatever goal you're trying to achieve, then that's that's that'll move the needle for your business and drive results. But what do you want them to do next? And so um, and maybe it's sign up for a free call with you. Maybe it's um, visit you over um, on your website and, and yeah, download a, something. Yeah, get a free download and uh, leave your name and email and I'll send you this, this or this or something like that. Yeah, much like you have, um, you've got your set, your top 17 actions um, that are over on your website. And so that's great. And you, you know, it, again, you might also have 100 people watch, but it's the one person who takes action on that because it's the right thing for them at the right time. So you just never, you always want to give an opportunity uh, for people to do something next. The other thing they do next could also, there's a lot of things. It could just be something that they do um, that just adds value. Yep. But you always should have them do something next, meaning, okay, so now based on these tips, um, take some time to re-go through the listings in your in your neighborhood and check off all the houses that are now irrelevant because of what I just taught you. And, and that's experience with you. Maybe, you, I do think it is interesting. We don't always necessarily have to get the lead. Although we should, we don't always have to close the deal. I think we need to understand that online marketing is kind of a lot like um, dating and relationships and say marriage. Yep. Whereas I see too many people that are like, hey, nice to meet you. Uh, let's get married and have kids. <laughs> that's a little, that's a little speedy if you're yeah. just meeting the person, right? You know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, whereas a dating I don't know, you're in, I don't know, you're in Vegas. Doesn't that happen a lot there? That's, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're in Vegas, then your strategy could be changed up and altered a bit. But, uh, but you know, usually it's, it's, you're in the, your, your friends first, you're maybe I met my wife at Starbucks. And so I was drinking a lot of coffee. That's when my coffee addiction started, yeah. uh, was I would go in to visit her to get around her and we're building context just right there. And then eventually we didn't even really go on an official date. I, uh, tricked her i like to say into going running with me she i heard she was a runner which i learned through just these coffee exchanges this is and your then, this is your cta this is your call to action this is my call to action right and then <laughs> i heard she was a runner this is a true story so what i did was i went and got some running clothes now i wasn't a runner i wasn't running at the time i, I was doing track in high school but i hadn't run in years and uh and i i went back in and, and she looked at me across the counter she goes oh what, you you're a runner and i was like Clearly, yeah, I mean, as you can see, <laughs> and uh, and she goes, "Hey, we should go sometime," and, and the rest is history. That's kind of how it all started. But obviously, even from then, that was kind of a date, and then we're dating officially, and then we're engaged, and then we get married. It's a process, and the same thing is true online, where you know, Salesforce released an article recently that said it takes six to eight touch points to generate a viable sales lead. Yeah. And so six to eight touch points, if you're in the news feed for someone's first time and they're getting a little bit of value from them, sometimes we want them to give us their personal information to fill out a contact form. That might work. That's the Vegas speed. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's like, OK, yeah, yeah let's, let's, let's do it. And, and what I would think in business, right, I think that like dating or engagement is that lead and marriage is that sale. Yep. You know, yep. and so but then slowing it down a bit. Hey, join me next week. You know, mark your call calendar could be a call to action. Hey, if you enjoyed this and you want more content like that, call to action could be, let me know future topics you'd want covered in the comments 
and I'll research those later. Now you're getting some feedback. That could be a call to action. So it really could be anything. I think for those listening, some might already have some things set up, but always just take advantage that end with something to do next. And always, if, if possible, though, there are some people who do want to parachute in and get married. They're like, hey, like, let's go meet Elvis. Let's do it right yep, now. Still- Letting them know as well. Yep. So someone might say like, hey, and, and you just never want to miss that opportunity. How can someone go to the next step with you and do business with you? Yeah, cool. Awesome. And then number eight. Number eight is uh, optional and it's, it's Q&A. The reason I say it's optional is number one, you, A, don't have to do it. B, um, again, if you're just starting out, there might not be somebody there actually the entire time. And I want to encourage people that that doesn't mean you should do a Facebook Live because, again, once you have that replay up, you could still share that on social media. You could send out an email to your list or your contacts and say, hey, I just taught some valuable information with five tips. You could promote that. And if you promote it, um, that's why you don't want to be waffling at the beginning. You know, you just want just be strong, just be bold, just teach, just bring the value, share value, and uh, you could promote it later. And so if no one's watching, you could still absolutely do this. And if no one's watching, though, that would kill your Q&A. Like, hey, we're not doing Q&A today. But you might give people an opportunity to do that. And that's a big deal because now someone can um, pull on your knowledge or wisdom. You could make a back and forth conversation. And that's one of the big keys of social media is that it's social. It really isn't a one-way conversation. It really is two-way. And the fact that people could maybe bounce some other questions off you. Um, that's a big deal. So I do like to do Q and a for a few minutes, typically at the end after I, uh, share content. Awesome. Awesome. How did, how did you go? Do you remember back to your first Facebook live video? Um, did you have an audience? Did it build quickly? Uh, did you learn all of this stuff before you did it or did you learn as you went along? I really learned as I went along. I mean, I do think maybe my first Facebook live, we're talking, you know, three people, eight people, those types of things. Right. And, and, um, and so sometimes I would, I would kind of catch a vibe. Also, I would see the number three and there'd be no comments. Yeah. I might see the number, you know, 15 and there's one comment and I think, okay, maybe I just, let's just land it and strong. Hey, thanks for watching. And, and Q and A's maybe on my notes, but I just wouldn't go there and just kind of playing it by ear. And here's the thing. Give yourself some permission to make mistakes. I mean, I've said the wrong thing. I've mentioned stuff. I've also done the ghost. All right. It would give some time for Q and A ghost town. Yeah. Then you're like shoot all right well and and, you know be bold uh okay if if there's no questions no big deal join me next week and um you know i think it uh, definitely to encourage people one of the hardest things to do is starting in social media is is yeah starting from zero is is not having attention but the reality is this every single person anyone listening follows every single person online they all started with zero there's it's true there's not anyone who started with not zero. Yeah. Now, some people maybe were able to grow fast, usually because they had influence elsewhere. So they were able to kind of shift that influence over. But nevertheless, um, the, the nature is start and uh, just keep posting and, and learn as you go. And I actually like to also encourage people is that if you're kind of intimidated by the camera, you know, even just doing this, what are people going to think? I don't know how confident I am on camera. I want to encourage you to just punch perfectionism in the face Say done is better than perfect yep. and just start. And remember this, that use your Facebook lives in obscurity to prepare you for popularity. Nice. I love that. have posted hundreds of videos, thousands now to YouTube. The newer ones, ones you're seeing, probably why we're connected, you're like, man, this guy, Sean, he's, he's pretty good on video. Yep. Um, and some people might think, well, wow, maybe he's just born with that. I assure you. Uh, I was not born with that, Ray, right? But if you probably, if you post as many videos as I post online, you'd probably be better than me because we just do it a lot. I'm looking at them at the moment. I'm scrolling down. I've been scrolling down here for 10 minutes. How many do you think you've got? Are you just looking on Facebook too, right? No, no, I'm looking on YouTube. Oh, man. I'm just scrolling down. I love your graphics, by the way. And um, guys, seriously, you got to check this out. Go to YouTube.com and just do a search, Sean Cannell, S-E-A-N-C-A-N-N-E-L-L, Think Media, uh, and you'll be able to check it out as well. And there's so much awesome content. Sorry, Sean, I I interrupted. How many do you think you have? Uh, I mean, I've posted over 2,000 videos online. Oh, that's awesome. And 
And the reality is this, though, is that your first videos will always be your worst videos. I just yeah. spoke at an event, and I played the first video that's on my Sean Cannell channel, and it, it's it's hilarious if people want to look it up. Are you but connected? I, is that it? Seven years ago? Uh, that's the, yeah, it's actually on a different one, channel. Oh, okay. So that's Think Media is even later than the channel before that. And yeah. so I guess I just really want to encourage people. I know it's like, oh, you see somebody, they look like they have it together. You know, every master started as a disaster. Yeah, yeah. And, every and you Hollywood just got to get a, had to start somewhere. Absolutely. Yeah. So you just want to get a few under your belt. And, and that, therefore, if there's not that many people there, treat it less as like, well, this is really going to blow my business up. And this is, you know, I'm arriving at, at the major leagues. No, consider it as just practice. Consider yeah. it as I want to get, you know, 10, 20, 30 Facebook lives under my belt just to kind of get my feet wet and feel it out and then maybe reevaluate and start be thinking, okay, now let's start like tweaking this and really making it happen. You got to just, just really take massive action and start first and start before you're ready. Yeah. And you will learn as you go. I, I mean, just to kind of emphasize this point, cause I know people get it so intimidated to, to jump on video. It's kind of like public speaking, you know, people's greatest fears. One of them is public speaking. And this is, Public speaking, essentially, right? But I kind of liken it a little bit to the gym. And for anybody who maybe does work out and knows that has their gym game on lock, you know, they're 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 doing the gym. I think about I haven't really been that active through most of my life, and recently I started to get into things. When I walked into the gym for the first time, my gosh, you want to talk about an intimidating place? Like I'm looking around, people got they got the cool headband, they're like they're wearing the right things, they got the right form on the machines. And I'm intimidated. I'm like, I don't even know how to use this machine. I'm looking at the little picture on it. I'm trying to figure that out. I'm sure I look like an, you know, ridiculous. I don't know what to wear. I don't know the form. I you also the reason you go to the gym is because you're out of shape, but now you're feeling judged by all the people who are in shape. Same thing. But what happens? You keep showing up and you keep going through it and you start ugly. I love I, I love running now. And but originally on the treadmill, I probably was it looked horrible, right? For <laughs> for weeks, for months. Maybe years. What? But what, just what are the what are the gym? Sean, what are the gyms like in Vegas? Is there a lot of pink and a lot of gold and bling and stuff? There actually, like that? there actually is. And not only is that, there? because of UFC and stuff out here, Ray. I'm telling you, people are just ripped. Like I don't know what's happening, and I'm not. So people I know can't see me through the, the podcast right now. I'm like, what is the deal? Like, what are you guys eating? Like, how are you guys all supermodels? At least right here, in my, and uh, and that's why I'm saying it's super oh intimidating. God. That's so funny. Um, but. <laughs> I'll tell you what, after the first time was brutal, the 10th time also sucked 30 times. Now I'm feeling a little comfortable and, and now a hundred times later, right? And you're like, okay, I know this. Now yeah, you're like giving yeah. a fist bump to the person at the front desk. You know, you're <laughs> greeting some people. It just takes time. And so give yourself grace, give yourself some patience and just get started with this stuff and, uh, and you'll learn as you go and you'll do great. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Awesome. Well, they are the eight points. I've made a stack of notes here, and I'm going to include these on the show notes as well. So um, uh, anything else uh, to finish off? Anything else that we need? Any final advice? I think you've well, I mean, covered it all. Go for it. If there, is a, there is a few things here to remember, and that is now okay. now you just you, you finish the Q&A and you pressed finish and your, your broadcast is done. But I want to just give a couple tips of some things now that you can maximize it even more. And this is another yes. reason why people are missing out because now you're done. You think, whew, that was a lot. Took a lot out of me. You know, take a breath, take a drink of water, whatever. But there's a few things that you can do to really um, boost up your post. The, the first one is, is you can actually go back in and change the thumbnail. Okay. And what that is, is that uh, Facebook, you just click on, you know, the options when you're inside of your business page and and the thumbnail could be like maybe your eyes are closed. You know, maybe it's like you're like, whoa, that's the worst freeze frame. It gives you the chance to select the best thumb, uh, freeze frame and even to upload another thumbnail. So just kind of like the thumbnails on YouTube or the graphics on your website, Ray, you know, they look nice. You can kind of customize some of that with Facebook. Keep yeah. that in mind. Just to explain, guys, the uh, the thumbnail is the is the promo image that uh, will be used to uh, to promo your video. Absolutely. Sorry, Sean. Yeah, no, yeah. And uh, the second thing is you actually can then change your copy. So sometimes, meaning the text. So we mentioned the title. Sometimes I put the word live, all caps. I'll do that red dot. I'll go L-I-V-E and then, you know, put what the actual title is. 
Well, when it's no longer live, I might go back in and delete the live word. Makes okay. sense. Yep. And uh, maybe I want to tweak it. Maybe it needs some corrections. I want to add some more context, summarize the points. Just just be thinking, here's here's the thesis. Re-optimize the post. Is the post optimized for replay? Um, the third tip is, is you could do Facebook ads. And what's nice about that is you could just, you know, there's that button that says boost. Yes. And to give a strategy to agents listening right now is number one, commit to doing a weekly live show. What we just talked about. Scale it up over time. Number two, every week boost it for even just five or ten dollars. The reality is, is Facebook is kind of a pay-to-play place, potentially more, but they reward those who 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 pay. You know, yes. makes sense. That's yep. their business model. Yeah. And and you, what and I like to say, it's working pretty is, well at the moment. I think, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. No doubt. And uh, and so pay-to-play. But what I like to say is that content is kind of like fire and thus that quality content's important. What you don't want to do is if you felt like it bombed, don't boost that one. But if you're like, that's some good stuff, more people need to see it. Content is like fire. Paid ads are like gasoline. So if you're like, man, that was good. What I like to say is you boost the winners, Um, meaning it's more expensive. If it just kind of fell flat, people didn't really resonate it with it. And this is why people need to do like 10 lives over the next 10 weeks because then you maybe get a vibe and one got a hundred, but one got 500 views. And so you're like, okay, the 500 view one, I, I should, people are loving that. Like that's working. What's nice about this stuff is you're getting real time feedback. Yeah. You know, you're getting to see what topics resonate. And, and so I like to boost the winners and there's two things you could focus on there in a very simple sense is number one, I even just boost them to your own fan page. That's okay. the cheapest thing to do. Yep. If you have a thousand likes or ten thousand likes, you know, um, not everyone's seeing that. But what you do know is those people have they already know you, but they haven't got to see this content yet. That's your best audience. It's yep. your warm audience. That's your best audience that will probably do business with you. And so if you're putting out good content, have help them see it. And again, we're talking for most people listening, five to ten bucks will basically get that to everyone in your audience. Yeah. Yeah, you don't Can need you to spend five a lot of bucks money. a week. Of course, it's a coffee. Exactly. So, yeah. um, so that like, and, and that already is going to give you an edge over the people who are like, oh, I want everything to be free, and I want social media to be free. Well, that's fine. You can hold whatever belief system you want. Meanwhile, uh, you know, Ray and I are going to be crushing it by just spending five bucks every week. Mm-hmm. So, Sean, so uh, what, yeah, Sean. Quick, quick question about locations. I noticed that you do a lot of your videos in a studio it could be a basement or something in your house i'm not sure where it is but it always looks really good and um you you know it's uh it's eye-catching and engaging you've got some nice backdrops and some posters and stuff going on um where should we be what what what's good what works for you what's uh what's a good environment for a facebook facebook live video i think one um one of the most important things is going to be audio so yeah. That would that would go to your equipment, but also to the room itself. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone is thinking about doing yeah. their Facebook Live right next to in a train station. Yeah, um, or in the wind. It, yeah, or in yeah. the wind. Yeah. But yeah, audio matters. So that would be number one. I also just think good light. You know, that just speaks to it, maybe it's by a window or in a well lit office. But then the last thing is, I would say it, it's up to the listener right now to determine a couple questions: Who is it you want to attract? Uh, what, what is your, I mean, this goes into everything, right? Who's your, what is, who's your market? Yeah. Who's your market? For? But then also what does your pre- personal presentation of how you're dressed, the decor, uh, what kind of brand messaging do you want to show? You mentioned in Vegas at the gym, there's a lot of gold and pink. And if, if maybe you want to kind of attract, if I had a, a, a gambling website, um, and, and maybe like showgirls with the flamingo, you know, whatever, well, then that'd be a certain vibe and that's going to attract people that are interested in that vibe. Right. Yep. Um, conversely, if I want to attract, um, you know, business profession, whatever. So, so I just think, I think about your aesthetic, maybe look on Pinterest, yep. um, at, at backgrounds and sets and things, keep it simple. Um, but, but really just look at maybe what's out there where you're like, I like that branding. I like that vibe, you know, Ray, just to compliment you, your site, your, your personal branding, it's all real clean. It looks really great. Thank you. And Thank you. clearly, um, you're, you're, you're synergizing probably with some of the things I'm saying, um, 
you know, right now. So same thing. I think it's a personal question, but we definitely reverse engineer, um, the, the presentation you would want that would attract your ideal audience. Okay. Okay. That's, I think that's awesome advice. We've been going nearly an hour. It feels like about 10 minutes for me. I, I, I'm absolutely loving this and, and thank you. Can I ask you one final question? You mentioned audio before. Um, is, uh, w- w- what kind of microphone should we be? You don't need to spend a lot of money on this, but, uh, is, should you be using like your, uh, your, um, your iPhone mic and headset that's going straight into your into your camera slash phone. What's what's good and what works? Um, so there are uh, a few things that um, for your for your iPhone. I think if you're in a room with say low ceilings and there's not a lot of noise, even just the on camera microphone is good enough to get started. I actually want everyone listening to do their next next Facebook Live in the next seven days and better than that would be the next 24 hours. I'm not saying you didn't have to do all this. I just want you to get one out there. Listen, do it yourself. Play it, play it back, play it for your spouse, your partner, someone else. And and just think about, you know, just kind of jump in the game. Additionally, as you asked, um, I do think a lavalier mic, one that I've been using lately is the, it's by sure it's an MVL microphone. It's about $70 on Amazon. There's a road one. There's some cheaper ones, but I think investing in just something that that'll plug into your headphone jack. If you have a new or iPhone, you could use the converter. No big deal. Just go lightning to headphone. Um, make sure your phone's charged up all the way before you start. Yes, and, advice. <laughs> uh, yeah, practical, practical things. <laughs> and so, yeah, good audio. There's also, and then if you're on desktop USB microphone, much like we're talking on right now, I've got a, a USB microphone that's just plugged into my computer and it's producing this audio quality. What mic and are so, you using now just out of interest? Uh, this is called the Rode NT-USB. Although I think that might be an Australian product. It is. Yes. Rode is an Australian. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there you go. I'm, and, using, um, I'm using a beautiful Shure, um, the SM76, is it, or something like that? Yeah. I love it. Now, I, I do need to add one more tip because it's critical. Okay. One more tip after the broadcast. Um, now, you could get away without doing this, but let me first read a stat, and it's this about Facebook. of videos, including live streams, that are watched on Facebook are watched without the sound turned on. Oh, yeah, I saw that stat. Maybe I saw it from you. That is absolutely bizarre. What's that about? So, well, just think about it. I mean, I don't know. People probably have varying opinions about should you or should you not be using your smartphone in the restroom. It's a personal decision and also a hygiene decision for, I guess, you know, after. but, (laughs) But regardless, people are. But here's the thing. When you're in that stall, yeah, I don't know if you want the person next to you to, to, to know what's happening there. So you're scrolling through your feed. You're not going to turn the audio on. Okay. Um, you're in that board meeting. You're in that boardroom, and you, you, you should be listening. You're not. You're scrolling through your feed. So you're looking for content that has captions because if it's a video, you're like, shoot, I can't turn the audio on. You scroll right past. If it's got captions – you might stick around and and, and catch uh, a vibe on it. Another thing that studies have shown is that people who want information and they really want to make sure they retain it, they'll do both. So they want to follow along with the captions. And so there's, there could be a million reasons why, but the stats are the stats. And so one of the biggest opportunities that you have after your Facebook live is done is to add captions. Three ways to do it. Number one. Yeah, you do that after. Okay. Yep. Is that um, and remember the replay value is is usually typical better typically better than the live value. So, yes. um, so number one, what you could do is um, add uh, captions with Facebook. They make it really easy. There's a caption generator. Now, it, it may only take you a few minutes. It depends on how long your live stream is. It actually gets pretty close. So what you could do is you go to the Facebook generator. You go through, it goes through line by line. It's predicting your words and most of it's there. And all you need to do is add a word, tweak a word, it misinterpreted a word. And it might take you five, 10, 30 minutes, right? Gotcha. And depending on how valuable your time is, you may or may not want to do that. Your second option is um, there's sites like rev.com, R-E-V.com, or, uh, which is a dollar a minute for, for captions. Yep. And there's another one called, uh, I just learned about recently called I think it's TMI or Timi. Okay. T-E-M-I.com, 10 seconds. I mean, 10 cents a minute. 
Okay. So you have to, you need to download that Facebook live video. Yep. And if people are curious how to do that, just Google like how to download a Facebook live video and, um, upload it to, to the site there, but then they do it for you. And sometimes my Facebook lives go long. So that makes a lot of sense. Um, to, to then just be able to upload that captioned yeah. file. Yeah. And again, you, you can skip this point, but if you just want to maximize your effort, if you're already putting in the work and you're putting in all this thoughtfulness, let's bring it back. Why are you doing this? You want to build your business. Why are you doing this? You want to connect with people. Why are you doing this? You want to build your brand out value, build legacy because you're known as the go-to expert and authority in your space and in your niche and maybe locally in your community. You want to be the one that people turn to and you want to stay top of mind. Your weekly show helps you stay top of mind with your target audience um, to where they uh, know, like, and trust you. They're getting to know you. And then Six months later, eight months later, 24 months later, 40 months later, when the time is right, they, they, they go to you for business. Yeah. It's because you've been it's putting out for you 24-7. And you've also been putting out consistent content. Yep. So why not maximize all of that content? And now you're building up a library of value as well. So adding captions is a, is a power tip as well. There is some effort. And, and keeping in mind that, again, some people have teams and different things. You could automate some of these things to maybe help you um, have a Facebook process that we basically described in this video. Um, that's what uh, my team helps me with. And uh, then you're good to go. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Sean, um, my mind is racing. You, so many cool ideas here. And for agents, like, let, let, just get started. Uh, Sean's advice at the start of the, at the start of, uh, of our recording here. I think I might, I might need to break these up into two episodes because there's just so much content. It's just awesome. Uh, but what you said, uh, you know, 10 things you must know before you buy or sell in Bondi or wherever it might be or before you're buying or selling a property. Once you record that, guys, and you've, you've, you've got it there and you've set it up and post production, like Sean said, you've added some captions or whatever and, and you've got it, uh, you've got it ready. Um, to, to, you know, be uploaded to YouTube or Vimeo or your own site or whatever. It's there working for you all the time. So, so, uh, I like your idea, Sean. Let's just, let's just everybody make a commitment. Let's just do one. In fact, you know what? If you, if you do one and send it to me, I'm going to put it, I'm going to promo it for you. I'm going to put it on my Facebook page. I'm going to send it out to, uh, to all our peeps. So, uh, so get in and uh, do one and send it to me. I love that. That's the thing. I mean, if anything, I think it's it's really easy. We can get stuck in our, our own heads. Yep. And if you're stuck in your head, you're dead. I think as Tony Robbins says, yep. like you just gotta get out and and literally it is scary. Yep. It's it is it is tough. We worry. But but here's the thing. It we think everyone in the world's gonna judge us. That would actually be a great problem to have because here's the fact. Wouldn't it? No one it, it, not everyone in the world's gonna see it. In yep. fact, your first stuff, almost no one's gonna see it if yep. you're just kind of getting started. Keep in mind that's a blessing because you get to you get to ramp up, get going, and um, the sooner you get started, you get that first one done, is the sooner you're going to get that second one that's a little bit better, that's and right. it's the sooner that you're going to be at mastery and, and crushing it, and and again beating out the competition, um, you know, being willing to say I'm going to feel uncomfortable for a while so that I can level up um, and uh, achieve my goals and get where I want to go by pressing through that uncomfortable stage. Yeah, and. Uh, totally. When I see somebody do it, and I mean your 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 on camera uh, presence and everything is is amazing, but you've been doing it for gosh knows how long. I mean seven or eight years or whatever it's been. But when you first start out, when I see somebody and they're a little bit nervous and they make a few mistakes, I kind of find that endearing, and I I'm I'm kind of rooting for them. I want them to succeed. I'm thinking. Good on you for having a go because so many people didn't. You've actually, you've actually just said, I don't care what you think. I'm just doing it anyway. I love that. And I think uh, by and large, people appreciate that as well. I totally agree. And I also really feel I, you do not, you need to know your stuff. So your content value, but at the flip side, I think you, you said it's endearing. I, I think it's actually partly what's working more in, in today's world and even on social media is that people are, are valuing authenticity yeah, it's real. and they're valuing uh, relatability yep. and they're and real um, more than polish. You know, we've seen polish. That's why social media YouTube stars are turning the world over while sometimes the most polished big budget, big crew, big like big budgets, big crews, all the connections and all that stuff doesn't guarantee success in media anymore. No. Shows, shows flop, videos flop. 
hundred million dollar movies flop at, at the box office and, and, um, you know, young kids with webcams are building huge influence with sometimes maybe they have comedy, they've got whatever they're offering, but sometimes like the lighting's bad or they're weird or this is awkward. But why? Because we're just li- really living in a, w- a world that rewards, I think, authenticity and people stepping out there and being themselves. And so people relate to that. You don't need to reach every person. Not everyone's going to like you. That's not what you're after. You're just after for that tribe and community that's going to like you, connect with you and do business with, with you. And someone that's like, man, I, I just feel like she's got great value, but I like that she talks a little bit slower because I like people who talk slower. That's great. That's your tribe. Like people say, I talk too fast. Apparently, well, they're going to probably go watch somebody else who talks a little bit slower. You know what I mean? So it's like, there is definitely uh, your audience is out there. Uh, you just got to start. You got to get into it. You got to make it happen. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Buddy, thank you. Thank you so much. This has uh, just been one of the better sessions that I've had for a long, long time. Not not, uh, not to diss any of my former guests because everybody brings something different to the table. But look, I, I love technology and I love social media and the fact is it's here. It's not, it's nothing we can do to fight it. It's all around us and our world is evolving so quickly. So guys, take a leaf out of Sean's book and, and jump in and do this. He's given you, uh, gosh, he's given you all the tools, all the ideas, the, the, that thing that you pick up, that little black mirror that you pick up and you mess with every day. That's your ticket to doing this. It's, it's, it's there. It's got a camera on it. Uh, you know, like the, the quality of the cameras that they're building in phones now are amazing. So, Let's just get in and do it. Um, Sean, thanks, bud. It's been just such a great session. Congratulations on your success. I'm going to post all of these links uh, into the show notes. But, guys, if you just do a search uh, like I did, just do a search in Google, uh, Sean Cannell, C-A-N-N-E-L, Sean, S-E-A-N, and Think Media, or do it on YouTube, wherever. Uh, he will come up everywhere. Check out his stuff. It's awesome. Thanks, bud. Have a great uh, weekend in Vegas. Thank you so much, Ray. Appreciate you. The next time you need professional real estate marketing flyers, letters or cards, don't ask your graphics people for an estimate or try to create something great in a Word doc. Instead, head over to Jiggler.com and set up a free account. Jiggler is the online creative marketing tool for agents and it's jammed with proven templates including flyers, cards, stationery, letters and awesome social media posts. And it's so easy to use. If you can drive your Facebook page, you can drive Jiggler. So say goodbye to expensive graphic design bills, wasting time with clunky programs and marketing ideas that don't work, and say hello to Jiggler. Set up your free account today at Jiggler.com. That's J-I-G-G-L-A-R.com. It's no coincidence real estate's top agents use real estate's best software. Locked On is so popular with top producers because it's laden with features, but so easy to use at the same time. Backed by the number one support team in the industry, agents say Locked On is fast, reliable, and like having two assistants. If your real estate software and systems are holding you back, why not experience the ultimate cloud-based solution and take your productivity to the next level? To get your free 30-day trial and for special discount for life deal, go to LockedOn.com forward slash Ray.